Hey, this is uh, comedian Paul Mercurio, and you're listening to my buddy PF's tape recorder. He's the man. Hello there, I'm PF. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, comedian Paula Poundstone. In a couple of days that I'm home, I take a taekwondo lesson. Not because I care about taekwondo, by the way, but because uh, I, I, I don't want... Because I also volunteer in a nursing home, and I, I you know, I've seen the other side. It's not good. You know, one of the ways they sort of hook you is with the whole belt system. It's psychological... Uh, Always great to chat with Paula, one of our most downloaded uh, interview subjects, I guess you could say, uh, on PF's tape recorder. Um, I guess that's maybe because she doesn't do a lot of podcasts, but uh, always glad to talk to Paula, one of my favorites from back in the day, and she's uh, still out there doing it. Great joke writer, great performer. You might know her from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. We'll talk to her in just a few minutes. Uh, let me see. we got a song of the week coming up from The Regrets. And uh, the week got away from me uh, this week, as it sometimes does. So you get a couple of, uh, I guess, professionally produced classic dumb bits. Enjoy. First, there was Vanilla Coke. <laughs> then, Pepsi jumped on the bandwagon with Pepsi Vanilla. And now, Pepsi is trying to rip off Coke in an even bigger way. Introducing Pepsi Coke. It's Pepsi with the flavor of Coke. Mmm. I haven't had Pepsi this good since the last time I had a Coke. That's because the can says Pepsi, but the taste says Coke. Wow, Pepsi Coke is awesome. See, some 20-something gulped it down and said it was awesome, so it's gotta be good. And it comes in every possible variety. There's Diet Pepsi Coke 1, Caffeine-Free Pepsi Coke, Caffeine-Free Diet Pepsi Coke, Cherry Pepsi Coke, Lemon Cherry Diet Pepsi Coke Blue, and Caffeine-Free Lemon Cherry Diet Pepsi Coke Blue with Caffeine. Wow, I had no idea the taste of all my favorite Pepsi flavors would taste better with a taste of Coke. Take the Pepsi Coke taste test today and see if you can tell if you're tasting Pepsi or Coke or both. Pepsi Coke. It's the Pepsi name you know with the taste of Coke you love. Tonight, it's the home remodeling program for the rest of us. It's HGTV's This House is Fine Just the Way It Is. Hello. Oh, your colors are great. Your furniture looks both stylish and comfortable. And I love the window treatment. This house is fine just the way it is. So long. This house is fine just the way it is on HGTV. Followed by, oh my God, what did you do to my living room? Paula Poundstone is a stand-up comedian originally from Boston, Massachusetts. You know her from back in the day on uh, Letterman and Johnny Carson and all the great talk shows, and she's now filling theaters these days, and you can also hear her on NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, amongst other places. She has her own podcast, too. We'll talk about that with her in our interview with Paula Poundstone. I was going to say, uh, the last couple of appearances on my podcast, yours are among the most downloaded. Oh, well, that's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, Paula Poundstone's still wildly popular uh, with folks. So, um, so what's new? What What are you up to these days, apart from uh, coming well, to Cincinnati? Speaking of podcasts, I have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. And uh, it's, uh, um, yeah, it's available wherever one gets one's podcast. Oh, excellent. I'll have to check it uh, out. What's it about? It, it, yeah, it's, um, well, 
It's a comedy advice podcast. Uh, we invite people on, uh, we have guests. Uh, myself, my partner is uh, Adam Silver, um, who is a, a frequent panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and that's how I met Adam. And uh, we have uh, guests on to talk about various uh, things that people need to know. Um, and its number one job is to be funny, and hopefully it meets that mark. You know, it's funny that you ask me. Like, every time anybody asks me to like describe it, I don't. I somehow have not been able to adopt like a, you know, like a, <laughs> you know, sort of a, uh, a sharp, uh, good description. So we're offering our listeners um, a uh, fresh bar of hotel soap. Uh, for the listener that comes up with the best, uh, you know, short, uh, compelling description of the show. But uh, largely it's a podcast that uh, would be fun to listen to while you're jogging or cleaning okay. or driving the car. <laughs> and what you said, it's advice of, about for people in comedy or interested in comedy or advice in general? Oh, no, just advice in general. Okay. I'm trying to think of various topics. So let me think about this last week, who we do we have on? Last week we had a, a geneticist who talked about, um, you know, the twenty three and me and uh, and uh, what's that other thing? Ancestry dot com uh, thing. We had a woman talking about con artists. I played a couple of the, a couple of the uh, of the recordings on my answering machine. You know, I've gotten the ones. You know, you you must call right away. Yes, those ones or the ones. I have this one where this sort of spirited sounding woman going. You know. Hi, it's Joanne, and uh, whatever her name is, Joanne, blah, 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 you know, and uh, I'm calling, you know, you've overpaid our company, and we're about to go out of business, and uh, I'm going to give you a reference number, and if you just call, <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, Joanne, I don't know you, um, but uh, anyway, so we had somebody come on and talk about con artists, let's see, just, just before Halloween, we had a, you know, dentist come in you know, and talk about uh um, uh, uh, pediatric uh, dentistry. We've had teachers come on to talk about um, dealing with homework as a parent, by the way, not as a child, and uh, and also um, the parent-teacher conference. Uh, uh, who do we have? We've had a we've had a, a penis piercer, a tattoo artist, the guy who removed tattoos as well. You know, we've gone on both sides of that issue. Huh. Um, you know, stuff stuff that people need to know. Uh, somebody come and talk about the mold on my ceiling in my closet. Uh, somebody, uh, yeah, various various topics. That's how do you find the, and, the uh, guest? Do you, do you like get interested in something and think, wow, I wonder what we should dive deeper on that? Like the the mold in your closet, or do you do you read yeah, something? Yeah, well, and... it's just stuff that comes up for me as a you know uh, you know as a as a long time member of the adult world. <laughs> um, you know, just stuff that I was like, oh, I didn't know that, or I don't know you're supposed to do that. Or we had somebody come on to talk about the, um, uh, the what are the rules of those um, scooters that are everywhere? Oh yeah. And um, you know, they started in Santa Monica where I live, and that was the launch place for the bird thing. And um, this woman tell the person we had on was actually a lawyer, and she tells me that every day her phone rings. With people with some god awful injury caused huh. <laughs> by those stupid things, you know about the lack, lack of maintenance and just I don't know stuff I didn't know of what you yeah. should you know what you should do. I guess you should call her. I guess if you dash your brains out on the sidewalk as a result, and by the way, you weren't supposed to be on the sidewalk. That's right. 
Um, the controversy here. It's kind of a weird Wild West thing with those damn things. It is. And um, we, but there are, in fact, laws. And they don't get enforced, but there are laws. Well, when you're here in Cincinnati, be on the lookout because we do have them here, and a lot of a lot oh. of as the British, a lot of controversy here as well. They just outlawed them on the sidewalk about three months ago, so people can't do that. But people still do it anyway, so beware. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think they were ever supposed to be on the sidewalk. No, you know, but uh, but people do it anyway. Exactly. They figure, well, just this, just this one. <laughs> yeah, just, I got to get around all this all this stuff here. So, uh, so and, anyway, we have some, you know, there's there's some information that gets relayed but at the same time um you know lots and lots of jokes cool well that sounds uh very helpful and entertaining at the same time i'm hoping yeah um and, and speaking of kids yours are, are all must all be grown up in college by now if i'm calculating correctly they're, uh, they're all young adults yeah yeah and, uh, you know they're all they're, they're all young adults i'm 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 really just a checkbook now <laughs> so you're an empty nester um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, never really, because I have 14 cats and... and uh, oh, that's right. You know, and a German shepherd mixed dog, and uh, and so, you know, I dream of being an empty nester, honestly. Um, I still, you know, half my day is spent in some form of service. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, it's like having a uh, like having a cat video 24 hours a day. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and yeah, so, I'm just I'm just now stepping into my kitchen to put something back up on the refrigerator that they knocked off. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how often do you get well, to, to to get out on the road? So, you, you come to. It seems like you come to town every year, every other year or so. Is so you're you're still traveling pretty regularly. I know you still have the the radio yeah, show too. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out most weekends. It's usually like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. I fly home on Sunday and uh, unpack and pack again and. Um, and we take the podcast Tuesday nights, and uh, and then and then Thursday, uh, you know, I, I start all over again. And then on the couple of days that I'm home, I take a Taekwondo lesson. Oh, nice! <laughs> Not because I care about Taekwondo, by the way, but because uh, I, I I don't want because I also volunteer in a nursing home, and I, I you know I've seen the other side. It's not good. Uh, I want to. Uh, I really just take Taekwondo as a form, you know, just to work out. Yeah. It's a very intense, a very intense workout. I, I think that my teacher, you know, one of the ways they sort of hook you is with the whole belt system. You know, <laughs> the idea, you know, you keep paying and you keep taking lessons and, you, you know, because you're moving up in the belt system. It's uh, it's psychological uh, uh, chicanery because I'm pretty sure my teacher makes up the belt like, I just got a My Little Pony belt. That doesn't seem legitimate. <laughs> um, uh, you, you know, it's, it's somewhere before a black belt, as far as I know. Hmm. Seems like some kind of marketing shenanigans, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, did, Yeah, that's what I think. Did, did, was it difficult? Did, did you have or feel compelled to, to find stuff to do once the kids moved out? Or did you use it just a matter of just when needed to stay in shape? or what? No, I started that years ago. I actually started... Uh, while I was writing a book, I, oh, I wrote right. a book called uh, The Totally Unscientific Study of the Search for Human Happiness. And my first chapter, every every chapter is an experiment doing something that I or other people thought would make me happy. And as as in my podcast, the book's number one job is to be uh, a, a funny book, but there's, um, 
But I did the, it's, I did the experiments quite sincerely, um, even though I make jokes about them. But I did the experiments quite sincerely. And so I booked myself. The first, the first one was a get fit experiment. I booked myself for as many, not more than one a day, but as many days a week as, I, as my schedule would allow um, to take uh, these Taekwondo classes. I did that for several months for the purposes of writing the book. Um, and by the way, I did, I, it absolutely did make me feel better. Um, it, uh, you know, I wished it wasn't true. I was hoping that the secret to happiness was sitting in a chair eating Doritos. That is still my <laughs> fondest wish. But the truth is, physical activity does make you feel better. But so I stopped taking lessons back then. This was I'm nine, ten years ago. I stopped because I needed to move on to the next experiment, and I had to isolate the variables. Um, but then, years later, I went back just because, uh, you know, I was putting on some weight, and uh, you know, we did, and 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 knowing full well that there was this great solution. So, I've been back with the guy for a couple few years now, doing my goofy kicks and all that stuff. I don't. I, I mean, the truth is, I can't tell left from right. So, you know, real. And there's a lot of left and right in the. In Taekwondo, you know this left. This, this. So, so if 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 I were ever to be attacked, because it's Taekwondo <laughs> in self-defense, if I were ever to be attacked, I would still need to pretend to eat to tell which hand to respond with or which leg to respond with. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a fighting force. Huh, uh, it really it. just is in order to um, stay fit. That's the sole purpose for me. That's, that's funny. You know, I I thought about uh, something we talked about last time a couple of uh, days ago. Is um, you were a, a big advocate of uh, screen time or or, or lack thereof. Uh, among, no, not screen time. Of the, right. Among I'm the young people, yeah, yeah, of, of, uh, of no screens, no screens at all. Yeah. So, um, have you been still for working for children? For children, absolutely. Sure. Uh, it does damage to the um, does, does damage to the brain. Screen devices do to the developing brain. Um, there was just an article in the, on the Atlantic.com, ironically, um, talking about the effects um, that we're finding uh, on our teenagers now. Um, you know, every year there's more bad news on that front because every year the age of use for kids gets lower and lower. You know, there yeah. was a time where you wouldn't imagine giving a iPhone to, you know, handing your iPhone to a baby um, or to a, or, well, to, or having a, your five-year-old have their own phone. That's what made me think uh, of that. Now, it, it, now it's not uncommon. No, that's, that's what I was think, saying. We, we, we go around and you know, go to shopping centers and stuff, and there's a kid in the stroller, you know, c- can't be more than 18 months, two years old, iPad right in their face. And I'm yeah. like, you know, you, why can't you just give them a couple of toys and one of those little uh, books made out of vinyl, you know, that are we used to give to our kids? I mean, it's that's still visual stimulation. Right. I don't know why need to have the, the yeah, screen yeah, in front no, of them. Yeah, no, I mean, kids can be entertained in many ways. Exactly. Fact, you know, Jesus, plastic keys are a throw right. to a baby. Yeah. I mean, there's almost nothing that's not stimulating to, you know, to a baby or a little kid. And so this is really the problem of the adults. But sadly, what we've done as adults is passed this horrible problem onto our children. Um, I saw an ad at one point for, um, was it, uh, a potty training seat, right? So this little, like, you know, pretend toilet device, which 
by the way, I've never understood those to begin with. But um, and it has a more than one company makes these. It has a bracket on it, a holder for an iPad. Oh my God! I just think you know That's the just... parents who would buy that um, doesn't understand what they're what they don't they don't get the value of what they're doing. You know, because yeah. the truth is, it's the best conversations you're ever going to have in your life with your kid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're sitting on the toilet. But it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's a great time for conversation. It is a, and the it, idea that you sort of put them in there with this weird device, I think it's making sense at all. No, it's zero sense. So even, I personally don't even believe in the potty trainer thingies to begin with, with or without the iPod bracket. Um, I think, just go hold your kid or get one of those things that makes the, the, the sheet of the toilet smaller. And, and sit and talk to him for heaven's sake. Yeah, that must have but, been af- uh, after our time. Know, whatever. We, we just had the Nobody old, asked me. We had the, uh, these, the good old-fashioned, you know, seat that's their size. And that's the way we just, I guess we just did it the old-fashioned way. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah well, I'm a big believer in that, really. Um, there's a lot of things that worked really well for a long, long time. And, and there's a reason for that. Yeah. And uh, we should try to recreate them as, as often as we possibly can. Yeah, well, maybe everything, everything old is, is new again, as they say. Well, I want to talk about your, uh, before I let you go, about, you know, the on stage still kind of the old, uh, I, I mean, you're a brilliant joke writer. Uh, so it always kind of, I always forget, too, that on stage, though, you like to chat with the crowd. And, uh, because oh, it's my favorite part. You're very part. quick that way, yeah. I do honored where you're from, what do you sure. do for a living, and in this way, little biographies emerge, and I use that from which to set my sails and uh, it works pretty good. I mean, you're right. I have an act. I have, in the spring, I will have been doing this job for 40 years. And uh, so I have somewhere rattling around in my head, rattling around in my head, I have 40 years of material. Sure. Um, and sometimes I access it. Um, and, 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 and sometimes something will remind me of one of those pieces of material. Uh, but probably about a third of, of any night, maybe more on some nights, is uh, stuff that's unique only to that night and has to do with the crowd in front of me. And, and um, that makes it fun. Makes it, it's always interesting, that's for sure. You can come see my show two nights in a row, and although certainly you would hear some jokes twice, um, the majority of the evening would be, uh, would be, would, would, would be a different show. That's a pretty cool mix. That's a, a pretty, uh, like, it's a, a nice having that wealth of material behind you where you can kind of, you know. Well, that doesn't hurt. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and, and how often do you do, uh, wait, wait, don't tell me, because um, I, I, they've switched the times here in Cincinnati, so I, I think I catch it on Saturday morning sometimes, but I'm usually teaching a class, uh, so I'm wow. not able to listen anymore uh, unless I listen to it online. But um, how often do you get to do that? about once or twice a month. Okay. Um, um, and, uh, yeah, still really, really fun to do. I've been with them for, we, we the show itself just celebrated uh, its 20th year anniversary, which is great, and um, and I have been there for 17. Wow. Uh, yeah. It must have been and that long. It's just fun. Yeah. You know, I, I, it, does, it doesn't feel like that to me. I mean, partly because I'm not there every week. Yeah. I, I think that might indeed be a grind. Um, but it still feels like a treat when I go. Yeah, and, and you kind of exercise a slightly different muscle, I guess, because it's, it's not quite like talking to the crowd. It's not quite like you've come with a prepared material, but you're still so quick on there. It's it's so much fun to listen to. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah it's for those who don't know, it's a weekly news, it's a weekly comedy news quiz show. 
and uh, there's three panelists who answer questions about the week's news. And, um, you know, we know we don't have the questions ahead of time. Sure. Uh, but, you know, we can certainly figure out what, what's in the week's news ahead of time. But um, I don't know. I'm always... Always unprepared. I, I like it that way. <laughs> okay, because we, we, the first time we ever talked about that a couple of years ago, you said you, you kind of it forced you to be a little more up to date on the news, but it was still a struggle. And I was wondering now that you again that you're a bit of an empty nester, that maybe it's a little easier, or you're just still so busy with other stuff that it's kind of hard. Oh no! I mean, I always even before I was on Wait Wait, I, I used to watch uh, the News Hour every night. Um, so sometimes I, I would videotape it in, in years ago. So I didn't always see it on the on the night that it aired um, because of my you know because of being busy. But I would you know store up a few of them and pop them in the the VCR. Uh, this is obviously a long time ago. Or or watch you know I never could watch at six thirty when it's on. I have right. to watch like videotape and watch it later because the kids. But um, so I you know I'll tell you I always paid attention to the news. Um, what I never paid any attention to before, and that you must, if you if you want to win on Way Way, don't tell me, is the news of the weird. Uh. I can, you know, they always have some story about, you know. I, I always say, if you if if you if you just use the answers, Trump, uh, you know, <laughs> Afghanistan, and lemurs down his pants. You're likely to, <laughs> you know, have some amount of success because um, there's always some weird story about somebody smuggling animals, or there's a lot of dumb criminal yeah. stories on on Wait Wait Don't Tell Me, and that I never paid any attention to before. But, um, I, I probably, I, I mean, I I study the news on the weeks that I'm going to be on in a more deliberate way, I suppose. Than than, um, but now with everything that's happening. I'm just obsessed with it all uh, to the degree that it's really making me, I think, both physically and mentally ill. It's really, it's just awful. There's no end to it. I feel like I just need a long, long, long walk in the woods. <laughs> uh, Maybe one where I never came back. I'm not sure. Well, I think we've all gotten that feeling before. Well, I think it's a good place to wrap it up then, ma'am. We look forward to seeing you here in Cincinnati as always. Um, always a treat well, to see Paul Poundstone. Thank you pa- so much. Poundstone. I'm looking forward to being there. Terrific. Okay, we'll direct people to your podcast and everything. Uh, people to listen to, wait, wait, don't tell me, even when Paula's not on, because it's still a great show, even better when she's on. And uh, thanks for taking the time. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was great talking to you. Take care. Thanks, Good Paula. Luck. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Paula Poundstone for being on the show. You can catch Paula, let's see, March 15th through, let me see. I'm sorry, she's going to be there March 15th at Toledo. She just does uh, these one hitters, these theaters here. She's at the Stranahan Theater in Toledo on March 15th. March 16th here in Cincinnati at the Taft Theater, then in the Plymouth, New Hampshire at the Flying Monkey. So for all your Paula Poundstone needs, she's on the road all the way through the spring here. Uh, just go to paulapoundstone.com. Simple as that. All right, up to the song of the week. Comes to us via Nearly Liza. Uh, the group is called The Regress. They are from Los Angeles, California. And uh, Nearly Liza discovered them because they're um, friendly with the Wallows, who are her, uh, her favorite, I guess, favorite contemporary band, you would say, right now. And uh, uh, so friendly so that the lead singer of Regrets dates uh, one of the fellows in Wallows, I believe it's Dylan, whichever one is on 13 Reasons Why, I think that's the one uh, she's dating. Anyway, uh, so uh, the Regrets, they sound uh, like a, uh, a punchier West, uh, I'm sorry, a punchier Best Coast, if you will. 
um, a little rockier, but this tune, not quite as rocky. It's a little more of a, I wouldn't say a ballad, but it's a slower tune. It's really nice. Got a nice little keyboard part in the middle. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I dig it. I think you will, too. Here's the Regrets Pumpkin, our song of the week on PS Tape Recorder. So long, and thanks for listening. We're heavy lifting, but we're feeling fine. We think it's funny when we look at the time. I know codependency has dragged me out, but I really don't think that's what this is about. I wanna give it all, I know I will. Cause blueberry eyes seem to make time still. We can boogie in the sunshine with some birds, bees, and I know we like to pull the Trees. I used to think that Romeo was full of shit And the notebook was just my favorite chick flick But now I get why Sarah was so hard to forget Is this feeling that I'm feeling like me more and late Pumpkin, pumpkin, you're gonna kill me We've got a hundred 